1: Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be such a fantastic and amazing show. I'll introduce my guest momentarily, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. I do want to take just a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I've been thinking about leadership lately and have been considering the various character qualities that make someone a great leader. One of the biggest attributes I can think of is how someone handles adversity. There are many examples of people who handle it well and those who don't. In sports, for example, when a team experiences something difficult during a game and it does happen – the way a coach reacts or responds to that effect can impact the way that team performs from that moment forward. Even more importantly, the way you handle adversity will determine the ultimate result. True champions will look for the opportunity that is present in the situation. In fact, Augmentino says, always seek out the seat of triumph in every adversity. In each adverse situation, there's a corresponding opportunity to create a winning result. Very often, we wouldn't see such opportunities if the adversity had never materialized in the first place. I'm confident that as long as we don't give up, we will end up stronger than before having gone through that experience. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my very special guest. My guest this week is Chris Powell. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Chris is widely known as the transformation specialist and host of ABC's documentary-style series, Extreme Weight Loss. He traveled around the country to help extremely overweight individuals as they shed hundreds of pounds over the course of a year. The show ran for five seasons and still runs in syndication today on TLC and the OWN Networks. In March of 2017, Chris and his wife Heidi launched their digital platform, Transform with Chris and Heidi, which we will talk about today. Their goal is to transform one million lives. The app has received over 300,000 downloads, has over 25,000 active users, and provides people with the motivation, exercise, nutrition, and built-in community to help them achieve a successful transformation. And just a few months ago in November, they launched Transform 2.0, which allows users to track their macros, track their hydration, and all kinds of statistics that can help them be at their optimum health. Chris is also a New York Times bestselling author. Their last book together was Extreme Transformation, Lifelong Weight Loss in 21 Days, which came out in 2015. And of course, Chris is on shows all over the place, and you see him on magazine covers everywhere, even to this day. We have a lot to talk about. So here we are with my extremely special guest, Chris Powell. Chris, how are you today? <laughs> Doing great,
2: Brian. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate
1: it. Hey, you're so welcome. I am excited and fired up. This is going to be an amazing show. So, here's the first thing I normally like to ask people give us a sense of your backstory, how you got started. I know you've overcome a lot in your journey. What people see on TV is not necessarily the glamorous history that you had to go through. We all have our rough spots as we move our way along in life. So, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'll try to keep this as short as possible. But sure. um, You know, I, I I actually found fitness when I was in my early teens. Um, I, I, when I grew up, I was the the smallest kid growing up. And so I was bullied a lot, Mm. especially between fourth grade and seventh grade. And um, I, again, I was just I was the tiniest kid in school in stature. And so it it definitely lent itself to, uh, you know, a lot of kids kind of saw me as an easy target. So um, I dealt with that a lot. And it was over the years, it just reached a point where it it started to really break me down. Mm. And um, also, because my father was former military, then he was Mm. an airline pilot, we moved around a lot. So I ended up going to a bunch of different schools, Mm. and which gave an opportunity for a lot of different bullies to get to me. So it, it was brutal. But um, when, when I was 14, I, I wanted more than anything to play football. And I, we ended up moving to a, another state and going to another school that was really good in football. And, you know, when I tried out, um, the other kids, because I was just so small, they made it really clear that I was not a part of their team and they wouldn't let me drink, uh, from, from the fire, you know, or not from the, uh, from the water faucet. They wouldn't let me, you know, when you would run drills, they would just pride themselves on seeing who could knock me down and try to knock me out. Mm. And um, this is just, I mean, this is two weeks into my, you know, my very first year at this new school, and my parents saw how defeated I was. So I came home from school one day, and they ended up, um, they cleared out the living room, and sitting in the middle of the living room was a weight set. And I didn't know what to do with it for, you know, a couple of weeks. They did leave the TV in there, thank goodness, so I could just kind of find comfortable positions on the weight bench to try to, to try to watch TV. And after a while, I just thought, you know, I, I might just try to give this thing a go. And um, it became a game every day. I would come home from school and I'd throw on a little bit more weight and see if I could lift more. And I found myself getting stronger. And it was about, fast forward two months, and I was looking in the mirror and I saw these little bumps under my skin. <laughs> and I was hmm. like, hold on, what are these? They're packs. Wait, yeah. what, hold on. What? What? I think I actually think I got some biceps coming along. So, um, nice. for the first time in like probably eight years, you know, since you know, since having been through such a difficult time in school, I felt empowered, and it was fitness that gave that to me. And that was the beginning. That was the passion. And and then basically, uh, I went and I got every you know reader publication you could imagine, from Flex to Muscle and Fitness, and I would learn how to get biceps in 24 hours and before you know it i was you know when i was 15 and 16 i was the kid after school every day in the school gym and the other kids were coming up to me saying hey dude what should i do to, to build a bigger bench what should i do to run a faster 40 and, and i was training them without even thinking about being a trainer i was just so passionate about this stuff yeah so i i've been a trainer for a long long time just unbeknownst to me so um i ended up going to to arizona state university i was up in the pacific northwest at the time went down to asu because they had a great school down here for exercise science, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And, but believe it or not, I never actually thought I was going to be a trainer. I always, I idolized my father, who's an airline pilot, former uh, fighter pilot in the military. And I always thought that that would be a good path for me because I could make a good living. I could raise a family being an airline pilot. So I got my private pilot's license when I was 17, and then I got my instrument rating and my commercial rating. And I was actually a multi-engine flight instructor while I was in college, Wow. And that's how I would make my money and build my hours for the airlines. But the moment I would land, I would go straight to the gym and I would actually I moonlight as a trainer because that's what I love to do. And um, I had an airline interview September 13th of 2001. So needless to say, that didn't happen after 9-11. And the airlines fired and furloughed. And, and it was shortly after that, I said, you know what? this is not the the path for me. I'm not passionate about flying. I don't love flying at all. I was forcing (laughs) myself into this direction. I'm going to go back to what I love to do. And I recently had a degree in exercise science. And so I walked right into a gym. I, I said, Hey, are you guys hiring? He said, yeah, you got a degree. You're hired. And that was the beginning. And so I, I started, I started training within a month. I had a waiting list and, um, me and, and another, another trainer there, we thought, gosh, you know, we're, we're, some popular trainers at this gym, we should go start our own thing. So we ended up starting our own personal training business. And I'm, you know, I'm 22 years old at the time. And Mm -hmm. so here we are with our own little personal training business. And I thought, well, we, we need to get, you know, we have to market. We have to let people know that we're here. So, um, I, so I randomly got a gig, uh, helping out a friend on the, on the, the morning news show here in Arizona called good morning, Arizona. Yep. And he said, Hey, can you come in and can you help me out? And I, you know, I, I, just have to, um, model some clothes real quick. So I thought, Hey, as soon as I'm in the store, I'm going to ask and I'm going to create more opportunity for myself. So I walked right up to a producer and I said, said, Hey, I just got my degree in exercise science. I would love to do some fitness segments for you. And the producer, she looked at me. She said, well, no one just asks for that. But OK, you want to come in Monday? <laughs> I sure. Said, yeah, OK. Because you know what? I, I figured the worst that could happen is I'm going to walk out of there the exact same way that I walked in there. But the best thing could happen is I could walk out with a TV segment. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked out and I had a segment. The next Monday I walked in there and we had a blast and it turned into a regular gig. And before I knew it, I'm doing, uh, I'm the fitness guy on Good Morning Arizona, which was, yeah. it was an amazing experience. That's um, great. Yeah. But, but what what happened then is something that, that I never saw coming. And it was after about six months of that, you know, I was doing segments of, you know, how to, how to tone your butt and thighs and how to do. You know, whatever it might be, how to lose 15 pounds for summer. And then I started gearing most of my segments toward weight loss. And when I started doing that, you know, toward losing 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, all of a sudden I started getting all these people writing in saying, I'm... You know, help me. I'm 400 pounds. Help me. I'm 500 pounds. Wow. Um, you know, I'm 600 pounds. And the doctor says I'm not going to live for another couple of years. And I started getting these emails from people right here in Arizona who were asking for help. And I didn't know what to do about that because I just it was so foreign to me. And I ended up getting one email from a gentleman who was my age at the time. So this is I've been doing the TV thing for almost a year at this time now and he was just a year older than me and he said the doctor just left my house i'm 630 pounds and he wow. says i'm not i'm not going to live to see 30 and he said this isn't the life i wanted for myself i've i've always wanted i've wanted to get married i want kids i want i want to experience what love is and i've 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 been looking at the, the walls of my house for 2 years straight and i haven't left and i couldn't stop thinking about it and so after about a week i I emailed him back. I said, Hey, I just want to, I just want to come meet you. So I got in my car. I drove out to his house in, in Gilbert, Arizona. And, and we sat down on his couch and I said, Hey, you know, we started chatting back and forth. And, and within two minutes, he was just the coolest dude I've ever met. He was like a genuine bro. <laughs> wow. Just, just, just awesome. and great sense of humor. And I'm like, man, you're you're such a great guy. Like I, I can't believe you've been stuck inside this house. And I said, "Look, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'll see you Tuesday. And I ended up showing up every other day for two years. He became my best friend and ended up losing four hundred pounds. And while it changed his life, it changed mine too. That's and
1: fantastic. Yeah, was... we're coming up we're coming up against our first break. Oh, and so, okay. yeah. yeah, absolutely. no, I love that story. And so that's the story of your the first transformation that you did, right?
2: Yes, that was the very beginning of everything.
1: Oh, uh, wow. That is that is so fantastic. We are here with Chris Powell. He was on the TV show Extreme Weight Loss. We will talk about the show, and we will talk about so much more when we come back from the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back, and there's so much to talk about. We'll also talk about the app transform with Chris and Heidi later in the show as well. That's the thing he's got going on. And I cannot wait to talk about that because you can't be everywhere at once. It's a way to help lots and lots of people at once. We'll be right back. book, the survival guide to living with stress. So get the healthy primate stress support supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Powell from Extreme Weight Loss. If you do not have my book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, where I interviewed some amazing people on this very show and compiled the very best of the best of the best into a book. It came out almost a year ago already. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it in Barnes and Noble in the stores. And I will be doing a book signing in Barnes and Noble at Goodyear in Arizona here in the Phoenix area this Saturday, April 6th. And I will also be doing another book signing on Saturday, April 13th on Happy Valley Road, just north of Phoenix. Look forward to seeing you there if you are in the area. So Chris, I would love to ask you a question that came from facebook yesterday when i posted that i was going to be hosting you on the show and (laughs) his name is jeff and he asks do you believe in fasted cardio and what is your dietary suggestion before a workout
2: awesome okay so um now as far as the whole fasted cardio question goes it's a really tricky answer because well it depends you know there's a lot of arguments on both sides of the fence when it comes to fasted cardio some will say well that really makes no difference at all others will say well you're in a a fasted state, so your body is going to go ahead and mobilize and oxidize fat quicker. Then, here's mm-hmm. the catch: uh, because I mean, ultimately, when your cardio is cardio is cardio, you're going to end up, you know, as far as your energy expenditure goes, and your t- intensity is going to determine um, your the the fuel at which that your body is actually utilizing. You know, whether it's fat oxidation or sometimes you can even burn muscle while you're doing your cardio. So, um, I. Personally, I do fasted cardio, but not for any physiological or aesthetic reasons, because ultimately, like at the end of the day, you can still get incredible aesthetic results. You can get those physiological results from whether your your cardio is faster, whether it's fed. I do fasted cardio for behavioral reasons. I love to do it first thing in the morning. And within 15 minutes of waking up, I am out in the garage and I'm either on the treadmill or I'm taking a jog down the block because it's, it basically gives me a win for the day. And it it it's that victory that I need to start off every single day. And that's what sets my mind right. It gives me – it puts me in that that victory state. And, and I can check that off my list and immediately I want to just hey, – what else can I do? What else can I do? What's, what else can I do? And especially with something like that, fasted cardio, um, it's it's that you're basically honoring that commitment to yourself, and so it's yeah. so much easier to make good decisions throughout the rest of the day when you get it done. The benefit is going to be exactly the same. It really will. At the end of the day, it really will be because, I mean, if you're doing fast simply for aesthetic results then you really need to focus a little bit more on your energy in and that's just going to be tracking your calories and your macros you can you can control your aesthetics so much better doing that it really doesn't matter if the cardio is faster or not but i love it again going back to behavioral reasons
1: fantastic so what is your big mission chris
2: i would say in life well ultimately you know we set out to help people live happier and healthier little lives. That's what that's what not just I am committed to. That's my, my wife and our whole team is committed to, and, you know, setting a, a smart goal. We do aim to help one. We want to transform 1 million lives in the next three years. That is our goal. And, mm-hmm. and we, we believe, absolutely believe it's possible, but um, and, and to do so, we are committed to creating the, the programs, the products and the services to help, you know to help people achieve those goals. And again, you know, when it comes to to health and happiness, we can do it through, you know, nutrition, exercise, but also life coaching and and helping people with with mental health as well because, you know, trans uh, people think about transformation as like a physical transformation, but in order to achieve the physical transformation, it really is a byproduct of the mindset. And so there's and which is you know what's amazing is that they're, there are more and more people having that conversation nowadays, talking about mental health, talking about mindset and realizing that that truly is the driving force. And so that's what that's what our mission on Earth really is to do. It's, it's to bring people a whole ecosystem of transformation between the, the mind and the body and the spirit and help people just live their their best life possible.
1: Awesome. So let's talk about the thing that we all know you for. You had a television show on ABC called Extreme Weight Loss. What made you decide to do that show? How did this opportunity happen for you?
2: Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, those were some of the best years of my life. They were amazing and it was such an incredible ride. Um, and so that well, the show actually came about with that very first transformation that I did, which is my buddy David and Gilbert, who lost the four hundred pounds and became my best friend. We ended up living together for like two years um, after his transformation. And um, but actually, believe it or not, uh, during that time, I ended up going through some really tough times, and I leaned on him to help me through. And what what happened is that um, he had actually kept the weight off for gosh three or four years at this time and he posted his before and after pics on myspace you remember myspace back in the day i do i do yeah. so he posted his before and after pics on myspace and it went viral within like a week we were getting calls from 2020 and um oprah and the today show and i mean it was crazy we hit the circuit and we were traveling all around america people wanted to know how he lost 400 pounds in two years, and. They wanted to know about our friendship and and everything that had happened, and it was it was a whirlwind for both of us. Yeah. Um, and in this time, actually, um, you know, Alice Cooper is is he's he's a, a good old Arizona native. Yes, um, I was friends with Alice Cooper and his wife, and they had opened up a dance studio for me in in uh, Phoenix, and they were allowing me, and I was for free. I opened it up to anybody who needed to lose significant amounts of weight and I just opened doors for them and they would come in and 3 days a week David and I would take these people through a class uh, it was nutrition it was exercise and we just taught them you know just just the basics of nutrition etc and it was it was amazing um and so during all this you know the media hype with with David and his befores and afters that went viral um uh there was a Document. It was a company that shoots documentaries for TLC. They ended up coming out and shooting a documentary on us. And it turned into the number one documentary on TLC in 2009. And we were, we were doing the Today Show as part of some of the media for, to, uh, for, for the show. And I ended up getting a, a phone call from a production company in Los Angeles. who the, the, the name was Three Ball Productions. And they were also the producing company of The Biggest Loser. And they reached out and they said, hey, you know, in, in L.A., and in Hollywood right now, you know, the biggest loser, it's taken off. And all these other networks are looking for weight loss shows. We want to, will you please come out and show us how you do what you do? Because the transformations that you, that you, that you guys are doing are phenomenal. So my then girlfriend who's now my wife and myself, we, we, I literally come back from living out of my car for six months at this point. So I was just getting back on my feet and, um, which is a whole story in and of itself. But we ended up driving out to LA and sat there. We mapped the whole journey of transformation, drove home, phones went, went silent for three, four months, didn't hear a thing. And all of a sudden got a random phone call out of the blue. And it was the CEO of the production company. Company goes, dude. We just sold the show. I was like, oh my gosh, congratulations! And they had a couple other celebrity trainers in LA that they're they were looking to create to make the host of the show. So they said, that dude, we just sold your show to ABC. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing! So who's the host? That you are. They, they, they nice. saw all the videos. They, they don't want anybody else. They just want you. I'm like, but I'm I'm just a trainer in Arizona. They said that they, they don't care. They just they want you. They want the passion. I was nice. like awesome what does this mean and so he says well it means pack your bags because you're leaving in five weeks and i hit the road and we made friends for life we were able to change 76 lives and share those transformations on television around the world you know our, our show it was it got picked up in syndication and then they packaged it and sold it around the world it's actually airing in 148 countries right now wow so yeah it's That's been a fantastic yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to Slovakia in two weeks to, uh, to go help them with their version of the show. So...
1: Awesome. We've got three minutes until our next break. I want to yeah. ask because there may be some skeptics who might be wondering, is it safe to, to lose that much weight in such a short time?
2: Oh, sure. And, and, and that's actually – it's funny because when we were creating the show, um, they were giving us a timeline of six months, and we, we pushed back and said we can't do it because they if they want to do weight loss safely, we needed a full year. And it, that, in fact, that was the reason it took so long for anybody to pick up the show because nobody wanted to wait a full year before they could air it. And We yeah. convinced ABC to do it and they gave us a full year. And that's, that's how we could feed our people, you know, 2,400 calories a day as opposed to starving and to getting to, get to lose weight fast. And so, right. you know, granted with weight loss, there's, there's always metabolic effects, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you took five years or it doesn't matter if you take one year but that's why we begged for at least one year so we could do it, at least we could do it safely.
1: Absolutely. We've got a minute or so to our next break. If someone wants to lose weight or change any aspect of their life, it has to be for the right reasons. You have to do it for you and not for someone else. You have to have a big reason why, don't you?
2: Amen, yes. And and in fact, in fact, um, identifying that why is one of the most important aspects of the process. So many people, they're why, they'll say, oh, I want to do it for my kids. I want to do it for you know, my husband. But the thing is, ultimately, your why has to be about yourself. You have to ask yourself yourself the question, when I achieve what I want to achieve, what will that mean about me? And usually it comes back to I will be loved. I will be accepted because as humans, that's what we're all longing for. And so that's usually what the why will always come back to.
1: Absolutely. And it's important to take baby steps and not try and take on the whole world at once because you will ultimately fail.
2: If you take on, there are statistics here. You can take on one small commitment with approximately an 80 to 83% chance of success. The moment you take on two commitments, that number drops to 32%. It's all on the math. Wow. Do not take on too much. You must only take on one commitment at a time when you're taking on the transformation journey. Biggest mistake everybody makes they take on too much too fast, one at a time. That's it.
1: There you go. And we are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Chris Powell from Extreme Weight Loss. We will talk about his show a little bit more after the break. And we'll talk about his transform app uh, later in the show as well. We'll come right back. Don't go away. is Chris Powell from Extreme Weight Loss. And if you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio and iTunes, what are you waiting for? Please do it. I would love a review. Five stars if you think it's worth it. I would love that as well. So Chris, let me ask, why do people struggle so much to lose weight? Let's just talk about, for example, if someone needs to lose a lot of weight, let's just say it's over 100 pounds. They know they need to. They just haven't taken the steps. Is it because they don't know what to do? Is it because they don't feel like they're worthy of having a great body? What do you think it is?
2: Um... Yes, yes, and yes, all of the above. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think one of the very first things it translates over from that last question that you asked as far as like, how should you begin? And we talked about one thing at a time. You know, when someone has, and, and this is just from my personal experience of working with thousands of people that have over 100 pounds to lose, um, the majority of them, they look at the journey ahead and they think it's impossible. They're looking at the entire mountain uh, that, that, they have, that they need to climb and and it's just too much it's too daunting so you know a lot of times it'll 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 move into you know when they feel motivated or inspired it moves into this preparatory phase and they say okay well then i need to start researching and, and find something that i think is going to work for me but then here comes the confusion it's keto no it's vegan no it's p90x no it's you know, it's, there's so much confusion being thrown at you from all these different places, intermittent fasting, it's all these different things. So people don't know where to start and they don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to be the right step for them, but it all comes down to, it's, it's going to be habit formation is number one. Yes. And, and with that, that's where it comes down to just taking on that one commitment at a time. You know, you could Google a thousand ways to lose weight and they all work. They really do. Even if a vegan lifestyle would be amazing for you, chances are it probably would help you lose weight as long as you're taking fewer calories than you're expending, and 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 the same when it comes to keto, same when it comes to intermittent fasting, same when it comes to all these different things. There, it's just different ways of wrapping um, a calorie deficit because that yeah. that is the just the pure science that we're all bound by. Now, granted. Granted, there are genetic factors involved in I'm not saying, oh, you're, you might be struggling with your weight because of genetics. No, I'm just saying that they found 16 different variations of the human digestive system in the, fact, in, in the way that we break down, we digest, and we assimilate different foods. And so we always, while we always have to abide by those laws of thermodynamics, which means we're you know, consuming fewer calories than we're expending, there is a magic formula for macronutrients of proteins and carbs and fats that your body could be eating for maximum health and mm. also the maximum results. So that's important for people to know when it comes to all the confusion out there, the confusion can be quieted down. But at the same time also, now now let's talk about the mental aspect of it. Yeah. And you're spot on. There's so many people out there, it's ingrained in their identity that they're not worthy of a better life. That they, they only see themselves as uh, a disappointment, as a loser, as mm. all these different, you know, it's all this negative self-talk. In fact, the, from the thousands of folks that, that we work with, we ask them these questions all the time. We took a survey and most of them, they had something negative to say about themselves three and a half times a day. That, oh. with, that they were actually consciously berating themselves. That yeah. breaks my heart. Yeah. Because if that conversation can just be changed a little bit to a spark of hope of yeah. well, what, what if I can do this and what I am, I am worthy of this. And, you know, if they can start to change that conversation, it can change their destiny.
1: Yeah.
2: And so go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it has to do with adopting a new identity. You have to think about yourself differently. I just have a very short story. I was on a weight loss journey probably five years ago or so, and I have never considered myself to be an athlete. I was always the last one on the bench to come off the bench in a basketball game. I was always the last one picked on the playground, one of the last ones anyway. And I built up my stamina to the point where I could run for 60 minutes straight on a treadmill. And the day I did that, I cried because I just realized I'm more athletic than I was giving myself credit for. And that was such a huge breakthrough for me.
2: Yes. Yes. I've got a big smile on my face because that right there, that I love to hear it, you know, and we actually tell our people just that is that every, if you have a body, you are an athlete and so many people, they don't realize that it's all this negative self-talk etc. But the thing is, and most athletes though, You know, you think of an athlete, you think of someone who excels in some kind of professional sport. But the thing is, everybody is an athlete. Mm -hmm. You simply need to find whatever movement, whatever activity is that moves you, that you're passionate about. I mean, it could be handball. It could be tennis. It could be running on a treadmill like you found. And Mm -hmm. when you find that thing that you love to do that's truly enjoyable, I mean, but when it came to running on a treadmill, I'm, you didn't run on a treadmill for 60 minutes the, the first time that you did it, right? No, it, it took
1: walked, months.
2: Yeah. You walked in an incline for five minutes, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, if someone oh, – I was going to say – go ahead. Uh, I was oh, going to say
2: – And then you just – you continue to progress. You continue to transition. And the athlete inside of you emerges. And it's just, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. If someone really hates exercising, what is the f- the easiest thing someone can start with? their diet <laughs> there
2: you go yes yeah, 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 look there's a saying abs are made in the kitchen yes and I, i'll tell you when it comes 80 percent of controlling now we're talking just pure aesthetics here we're not talking physical fitness because you must move to be physically fit to to condition your cardio your, your cardiorespiratory system and your, your muscular system you got to move for that but if you just want to control your body fat 80 percent of that's going to be that's all controlling the food that you're putting in your mouth, and so, and and that's that's a whole nother thing in and of itself, but that people are terrified of. But it is so enjoyable, and it is freaking delicious if you do it the right way.
1: Absolutely, and if someone really wants to start moving, walking is probably the first thing you can start with, right?
2: The greatest transformations in the world were all done walking.
1: Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. so. Yeah. How how do you raise your metabolism? I, I wonder if it if there if if the answer is that depends or if there is an answer.
2: <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of answers to this, and I am going to give you this just the raw scientific data behind this. So the most active living tissue on the human body is muscle. So if you want to raise your metabolism, you need to increase the amount of muscle that's on your body, and that's, that's too permanently and you know and to, and I wouldn't say per, nothing's permanent, but that's too increased or metabolic rate. you simply increase the amount of mus- muscle tissue that you're carrying. So you know if, if I've got say there's two people, 200 pounds, six feet tall. one of mm-hmm. them's got 180 pounds of muscle on them, the other one's got 160 pounds of muscle on them. A person with 180 pounds, they will, will burn significantly more calories than the, the other individual, simply because it's such an active living tissue. But there are other ways to increase it's not going to be increasing you know, your metabolism is actually broken down into several different categories. Mm-hmm. One is going to be your resting metabolic rate, and that is just the amount of energy. If I literally woke up in bed, opened my eyes and I didn't move for 24 hours. My muscles need a certain amount of energy just simply to turn over proteins, etc. My lungs, my diaphragm has to contract so my lungs can breathe and my heart needs to beat. And so that, that right there accounts for almost half, like 50% of your metabolism, 50 to 60%. Now the moment that my abs contract, so I sit up out of bed, I put my feet on the floor and I start walking to the kitchen. Now we're throwing in the next category, which is physical activity. And that, depending on how physically active you are, you know, if you're running a marathon every day, then you can burn mm-hmm. a lot of extra calories. But, you know, for the average person with a somewhat sedentary lifestyle, that could account for another 15 percent or so, maybe 20 percent of, of the calories that they're burning every day. And then when you eat simply the, the process of digestion and absorption and assimilation of your foods, that can account for 10 to 15 percent of your calories. Yeah. So the thing is metabolism broken down. And then there's also fidgeting which is like another little category that they put in people that tap their feet they kind of fidget with their hands, believe it or not, that, that actually accounts for a decent amount of calories burned every day. So if you really want to boost it, then increase the amount of muscle you have and that's going to boost it where you don't have to do any work after that. But the more you move, the more, the more calories you're going to
1: burn. Absolutely. We've got maybe three or four minutes left to our next break. You have to be willing to be a little uncomfortable too, if you want to transform anything in your life, right?
2: Well absolutely. You know, it it you, it's important if you want to if you want to elicit a change in your life, you have to impose a change upon your life. Yes. And so and and it doesn't have to be massive. You can literally dip your toes in the water. And just make tiny little changes small changes one at a time. And that's what we encourage because these massive changes, it's really difficult for them to be truly sustainable because they're so abrupt and sometimes so violent for people and not violent in the actual like sense of like physical harm being done, right. but just violent in the sense of like, it's, it's just so far out of their norm that it's hard for people to actually adopt those changes. And so again, just tiny little changes, but changes is uncomfortable. Change is yeah. terrifying, and it's scary for most people. So that's yeah. why you know, a lot of folks will start their transformation with just, hey, why don't you just drink an extra quart of water a day or just remove the soda from lunch? Yeah. So, yeah and, but that alone, because that soda, it's more than just a soda at lunch. It's an experience that they use to escape from whatever it is It's you know, whatever difficulties, from whatever struggles that they're dealing with in the world. Yeah. They crack open that soda. It's the fizz. It's the, the cold and the sweet. I mean so for them to be able to give that up and put something else in place that's huge that's absolutely that's an incredibly courageous act right there
1: absolutely couple of minutes to our le- next break i just want to ask has fame changed you how do you say grounded oh gosh you know it
2: i certainly don't <laughs> i don't think it has and i've got a wife and four kids to to make darn sure of that you know and that was another thing we we decided never to move to los angeles or or new york um, even though that's where the work is, but it's so nice to come home to Arizona, you know, every single time because it's I'm here, I'm here with my family, I'm here with my extended family and my friends, so it's and it's wonderful because when you get pulled into that world, um, it's easy to lose touch with reality, you know, and and so that's why it's always been a blessing that I've always come back. And, yeah. and I, I I hope it hasn't changed me. I certainly don't think it has.
1: No, probably doesn't. I <laughs> Gratitude has been such a huge topic on my show. I imagine that a lot of the great things that have happened to you uh, have been as a result of just being grateful and having a, a good inner life. Yes.
2: And so we, we always talk about an attitude of gratitude. And yeah. that's actually how we start all of our coaching meetings every week. Um, we everybody sits around and we all say one thing that we're grateful for because um, and believe it or not, there's, there's actually been a significant amount of literature and, and research done on feelings of gratitude and how they can actually, they can legitimately change our physiology. They can, they, they lower heart rate, they lower blood pressure, they release oxy, uh, oxytocin, they, they do all these different, the, the, magic happens inside your body and we're talking the good kind of healing magic happens yeah experience and feel genuine gratitude and appreciation and it's something that i think we as humans especially here in america we don't do it enough you know it's interesting like you you go to europe and some of these other cultures when you're traveling around the world and you know all of a sudden you know it's 5 30 at night and everybody starts stopping and looking off to the west you're like what are they doing they're watching the sunset and they're appreciating the beauty All right. and
1: (laughs) And we're at our next break. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will return.
0: The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. have trouble falling asleep and
1: staying asleep
0: Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. It's Oh,
3: well, Nairo critics, or the people who study dreams, tell us that the kind of television you watched as a child can affect your dreams today. For instance, if you had a black and white TV, you might be prone to colorless dreams. I'm Pretty sure I dream in color, but my friends say it's a pigment of my imagination. It has been suggested the type of cheese you eat can also impact your dreams. This might be a bit hard to digest, but a study conducted by the British Cheese Board discovered that people who ate cheddar cheese dreamt more about celebrities, while folks who ate blue cheese experienced more bizarre dreams. A bad dream could give you matatulapia or the bad mood you experience when you get up on the wrong side of the bed. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Powell from ABC's Extreme Weight Loss. And if you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, please do it. Leave a review. That would be amazing and awesome. And I would appreciate that greatly. I have teased a couple of times the fact that Chris and Heidi have an app called Transform. Tell us what that is.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, it is our life's work And it is just the beginning of it. So when we finished the show, um, you know, we've been mapping the journey of transformation for 15 years. And we kept promising ourselves. We said, hey, as soon as we finally have the time, you know, instead of working with just 15 individuals a year, There's 150 million people that need this, and so we will devote our lives toward building a massive digital platform to take everybody through the journey of transformation from beginning to end. And so starting in 2015, um, we broke ground and we started developing this app. We rolled it out a year and actually two years ago, and it is the it goes basically. It, it customizes every journey of transformation. So, if you're looking to lose 200 pounds, or if you're looking to just shred down the final 20 pounds, or maybe maybe you're looking to develop a, a physique, a men's physique, or you want to get into cross training, there's a path for you. So, it's I mean, essentially, we took all the major apps out there and we rolled them all into one. It's six apps in one. So, as soon as you onboard, you're going to fill out all your your um, uh, biometrics once we've got your biometrics you're going to fill out all of your like we're just gonna a quick questionnaire with your preferences and we will generate a full custom program specifically for you from nutrition tracking your macros if you want or we can even deliver all the meals for you not not actually like delivered to, to your house but actually like we've got 550 different meals in there high carb low carb etc that will actually fit specifically your custom program to get you to your goals and then we've got, and then of course my wife Heidi and, and myself, we will guide you through two years of progressive training. So you'll never do the same workout twice. And so, it, and, and we were there, we're there with you every single day for, for two years on whatever track it is that you're looking to go through. And then every week we come to you with these life lessons, things that, that change our lives and our people's lives with different calls to action, et cetera. So we're, we we focus on custom nutrition specifically for you and your goals, custom training and of course the mental aspect of transformation which every direction you're looking to lose of of course i was talking about weight loss um muscle gain cross training wherever you want to go there's a path for you
1: wow i i love that and where can we learn more about that
2: so you can check it out if you go to transformhq.com transformhq or you can also, it's also on um google play and the app store and, uh, or you can find it at the transform And so if you just look up the transform app or transform HQ, I mean, or if you just look up real Chris Powell or real Heidi Powell, you can, you can find it anywhere. We basically, we've created this massive ecosystem of transformation all under that name transform. And you know what I got to say though, the best part and the part that I'm, I'm so excited about when it comes to transform and the transform app, etc. it's our community we are yeah. actively doing 39,000 transformations right now. And if, if you go, there's a private face, Facebook page. And, you know, actually, if there's any one place I could send anybody who wants to join their own movement of transformation, join our community. It is that it's uh, Transform with Chris and Heidi app users. It's on Facebook. It's a private community. We will accept you. So just ask to be just request, friend, us, uh, re- request to be a part of the group. Join us. And you will be you will be put in with the most loving, supportive group of people ever. They are. It's thirty nine thousand people all going through the journey together, loving each other, supporting each other, helping each other through the process, sharing, you know, being vulnerable and open and, you know, sharing their their non scale victories and then their scale victories and their their transformations. Every Friday we do a face to face Friday and we do all kinds of giveaways on there. It's a, it's a massive party, and we're just having so much fun with it.
1: Wow. Tell us one more time what the name of that group is.
2: It's Transform with Chris and Heidi App Users. Nice. And it, it's a private group in there, Transform with Chris and Heidi App Users. Yeah. And once you're in there, again, you will be blown away at the love and the support.
1: Yeah. So let me ask, you've had lots of transformation stories from your experiences on the show, but with the app, you're not with someone face to face physically with them for days and weeks and months at a time. So do you have a favorite transformation story from someone who has successfully used your app and have gone through the program?
2: Oh gosh, I have so many. So check this out. And this has been so much fun. Um, we actually once a month, we, we find different transformations in that community, in the Transform with Chris and Heidi app users community. And we fly anywhere in the United States and we surprise them. And so oh. we just came back from the Pacific Northwest. We surprised a girl up there, Jess, and she is incredible. She's lost over 100 pounds with us on the app. And she, she in the community, she puts out these awesome dance videos of her and her daughter dancing. And it's one of the ways that they just, they, they love, that's their cardio. And they love to do it. So Heidi and I surprised her in Seattle. We did a whole dance thing with her. Plus, we gave her all kinds of other really awesome stuff just to help her on her journey. So mm-hmm. that was that was an amazing one. And I'm just going to go with that because that was the last surprise that we did. But we surprise somebody every month. And we we've done this for the last year and a half. And they're just the wow. most beautiful beautiful stories of transformation and people overcoming all kinds of hardship and it's people just like you and me and they, they jump in there. They just need the support and it's the support that they need.
1: Absolutely. So how does Chris Powell start his day? What's your morning routine like?
2: (laughs) Well, we talked about this earlier. The moment my, my alarm goes off, I wake up my kids to get ready for school and then they know it's dad time. So I walk straight out to the garage and I put in my, my, uh, earbuds and i listen to a podcast while i do my 15 minutes of fasted cardio and that's how i start every single day then i walk in and i do my little post cardio shake i uh make lunches for the kids and then i take them off to school
1: wow that's fantastic i know you like to read so what are some of the most influential books that have impacted you
2: oh wow so i'm a huge fan oh gosh I don't even know where to start. Thomas Buckley was amazing with the essentials of strength and conditioning. Alan Aragon is incredible. Like If you're into nutrition science and physiology, I totally geek out with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Lyle McDonald is amazing as well. Uh, but right now, believe it or not, I've kind of departed from physiology and nutrition science. I'm actually reading The 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He's, he can be, he's a controversial character for a lot of people, but I am fascinated with his teachings. It's really something. So I I just dove into it and, and it's, it's been riveting. It's it's hard to put the book down.
1: That's fantastic. So Chris, what has surprised you about entrepreneurship?
2: Oh boy. You know, it is managing teams.
1: That is,
2: you know, most entrepreneurs, they get into it because of their passion for either a movement or a product or, or whatever it might be. But ultimately, it all comes down to how well you can rally a team of people behind that vision, behind that mission, and get them communicating. And it's, literally, it's creating a hierarchy. It's creating that structure for efficiency, which that, that's without a shadow of a doubt, that's been the most challenging aspect of building our business.
1: Wow. So what is your coaching style like?
2: Oh, I'm I'm definitely I'm an educator and my wife calls me the cheerleader. I'm I'm not the drill sergeant at all. I mean, you know, even though you might have seen me get like, you know, tough on the television show for those who have seen it, you know, that me personally, I prefer to educate and to encourage because I I don't think people need very they don't need tough love only in very certain situations. And Mm -hmm. and again, I'll only give tough love if I see somebody getting in their own way and they're not responding to other cues, you know, other bits of motivation or encouragement. And if, if, and then only then will I do it just to, to get them out of the red zone. So they'll actually listen to me. And then, and then from there I can educate. And that's, I, I definitely prefer that because it's the whole adage of, you know, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, but teach a man to fish and, you know, and feed him for a lifetime. Absolutely. That's why I educate.
1: Yeah. So building trust with people who are different from you can be really hard because getting people to trust you can be challenging enough as it is.
2: Sure. Sure. So the way I do that is I, uh, especially, especially coming from a place where I personally have never really struggled with my weight. And so a lot of times the folks that I'm working with, they'll look at me like, what do you know? You've never been in my position. right? Um, now, granted, I, I've got a really good um, track record <laughs> because of all of And so that's definitely helped me out a lot. So They'll start to listen, but I still will go through the same steps to build that rapport and to build that trust. And to do so, I will always tell them, what, this is why education is so important, because I will tell them what they're going to do before they do it. And especially when times get tough and I will say, hey, in a month, you're going to find yourself in this situation. You're going to have this negative self-talk. This is what the voice in your head is going to say. And this is what's going to happen. And this is how your body is going to respond. And then I'll I'll say it and then we'll write it down and I'll give it to them, maybe on a piece of paper and say, put that in your pocket. And sure enough, in a month when that exact same thing happens, I'll say, pull out that piece of paper. Okay, now, (laughs) now, look, you can trust me. I've been down this road before. Yep. Not so much for myself, but with these thousands of people that I've worked with before. And so it is, if you tell someone what's going to happen before it happens, then, then they can start to trust that, hey, I've been there before, and I can mm-hmm. help guide you past the, the the potholes in the road.
1: Absolutely. So as we wind down, we've got about a minute and a half left. The question I ask everyone, Chris, who inspires and motivates you? It's <sighs> a good question.
2: Um. My, my wife motivates me in that she is, and, and I, I, this isn't a canned answer, I assure you that. And I know a lot of people, they'll, they'll say that just for brownie points, <laughs> but she is so intelligent and so savvy and her intentions are in such a good place. And so me personally, I'm terrible at business and, and I'm, I'm all passion and I'm all vision. And she has come in and structured the vision that I've had so beautifully and put us in such an incredible place. Um, she motivates me to be a better person and to keep up my my end of things as as in this partnership that we have, you know, okay. this relationship that we have. Okay. And she keeps me going.
1: Awesome. And third, less than 30 seconds to the end. How can we find you and the app one more time?
2: Yes, so you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at RealChrisPowell. And you can find the app at thetransformapp.com or transformhq.com.
1: Thank you for being here, Chris. You were fantastic.
2: Thank you so much, Brian. Until next time.
1: Until next time, and thanks everyone for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Please join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they overcame, what they did to succeed, and what we can learn from that. Until then, have a great week. Goodbye, everyone. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to